What's going on, family? It's your man, G.B. Gerard Bonner, and this is the Faction Quick Hits. Hoo-wee, what a weekend of pro wrestling, and we'll get into that in just a minute, but I just want to, of course, start by saying thank you. It is Thanksgiving week, and so we walk in a lot of gratitude, appreciative for the continued support that you guys continue to show all things related to the faction, whether it's checking out our weekly Wednesday show on Bonnerfide Radio, or our Quick Hits podcast, our interviews, following us on social media, we appreciate Appreciate you in a major way. So thank you so very much for your continued support. And as we go into the holidays and get ready to end the year strong, 2020 is going to be a massive year for the faction. And I hope you guys will plan to join us for the ride. So if you aren't already doing it, you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play by searching for the faction. And of course, you can follow us on social media at the faction show all right it's time to dig into a survivor series weekend it was a massive weekend and i i want to start by saying this congratulations to all things wwe because i would dare say that this may have been the greatest survivor series of all time so many things happened so many things went down it was just something super special about it so congratulations to everybody involved and we can give a lot of that credit to nxt speaking of nxt uh, of course friday was smackdown which uh, nxt had a huge huge part in uh what a great ending to smackdown and then that led us to nxt Take over war games, of course, in Chicago. Big things happening, including uh, a win on the pre-show for Angel Garza as he defeated Isaiah Swerve Scott in the first ever women's war games match. Team Ripley defeated Team Baszler. Pete Dunne defeated Killian Dane and Damian Priest to earn an NXT Championship match at Survivor Series. Finn Balor defeats Matt Riddle. And Team Champa defeats the Undisputed Era in a war games match on the men's side of things. Starting with this, let me just say... NXT has proven to be far better than an experiment, far more than a developmental program or territory. NXT, I'm going to say it, is the number one brand in all of pro wrestling. Yes, better than AEW. Yes, better than New Japan. There is something special on NXT. And to watch the organic growth of NXT from their time as FCW to uh, the initial incarnation of NXT, which was just abysmal. Don't even want to talk about that. To moving to Orlando to the creation of the Performance Center. It has just been an absolutely incredible, incredible movement, all the way from the first champion, Seth Rollins, to the current NXT champion, Adam Cole. It's an incredible movement. And let me just tell you, what they brought us on TakeOver was unbelievable. I want to put this into perspective for you guys. For those who feel like the wrestling fan does not have the attention span that we used to, that we don't have the attention span for a 60-minute Broadway, as was indicative of the 70s and 80s, that we're not interested in longer matches as uh, are brought to us by New Japan Pro Wrestling. There was a a two-and-a-half-hour pay-per-view this past Saturday for NXT TakeOver that consisted of four matches. 
four. And history was made, of course, in the women's war games match. Just so much happened. So much, so much happened. It was just amazing. I want to start by saying congratulations to Rhea Ripley, who I think, if you're looking at the MVP or the breakout star of Survivor Series weekend, it's Rhea Ripley. From her survival uh, in war games, you know, a two-on-four situation after Dakota Kai turns on Tegan Knox, and let me just pause and say this Dakota Kai's heel turn was completely a surprise nobody saw that coming and of all people to turn on your best friend after getting the opportunity you say you wanted to be a part of the war games tag team just unbelievable and uh, we still don't know the full damage done to Tegan Knox but it was something very very serious so shout out to Dakota Kai incredible heel turn holy cow but then it just led for for an amazing story. Here it is. You've got Rhea Ripley and Candice LeRae, who seem like an unlikely duo. And we told you on Friday that Rhea Ripley had the goods, but we didn't think her team was going to be able to support her. Well, she didn't need all four of them. Her and Candice LeRae did amazing things. But I got to also shout out Io Shirai uh, and Bianca Belair, who were clearly MVPs of Team Baszler. Io just, oh my gosh. She can go. Think about this. EO and Candice started War Games, and toward the end of War Games, EO hit that incredible, and I do mean incredible, moonsault off of the top of the cage. You know, in times past, people had been asking about AEW's women's division versus NXT. NXT's women's division has long led the women's evolution or revolution, and they proved that in one of the most violent, unbelievable matches and it wasn't just random gratuitous violence it all made sense so congratulations i can't say enough about the women's war games match here's a tough move how do you follow that right like after a historic match like that well they found a great way to follow it with that triple threat match pete dunn killian dane damian priest another phenomenal match congratulations to pete dunn how about finn balor's coming out party his return to nxt in an amazing match over matt riddle some of finn's best work and i'll just say it finn looks amazing in nxt as he always has and then team champa Defeating the Undisputed Era, we figured out finally who the surprise fourth man was, and we didn't know who it would be. It was former NXT champion Kevin Owens, and boy did he look in amazing form, and he went throwback. He wore his NXT gear, his first t-shirt and the like. Just an amazing time, and my God, that spot at the end. Team Champa, uh, uh, Tommaso Champa, taking Adam Cole from the top of the cage and putting him through that table backwards. O M G. In the immortal words of Mauro Ronaldo, Mama Mia, or as he said, I quote, Mama Effin Mia. Crazy, crazy show. So here's the problem that has often happened with NXT takeovers. How does the WWE actually follow that? Well, good for them that NXT was a part of Survivor Series because they really made it pop. There was just something super special about the Survivor Series. Now, I have to say this. I was a little nervous because this reminded me of... Um, 
gosh, some of the uh, pay-per-views in the past. I think about um, Lockdown and TNA where every match was inside of a steel cage. Sometimes when you have every match all one type, it can be worn out. You know, so every match was a triple threat match with the exception of the title matches. And uh, I thought they were all very well done. Kudos to the WWE for doing such an amazing job on Survivor Series. And congratulations to NXT who wins Survivor Series for to two to one and if you're thinking about it and you think about the hierarchy of the current wwe brands it would be nxt survivor series and raw i want to make an interesting point here for one monday night raw um last year swept they won all of the matches except the tag team match that involved uh, the New Day uh, representing SmackDown. So they went 6-1 pretty much, which was just unheard of. Insane. Crazy. Um, I think that, yeah, things followed properly with them only winning one match. And uh, that match being the tag team match, which was in the pre-show. Now, another interesting thing to note is that the tag team match last year representing the tag team champions was also in the pre-show. I don't know what that means, but speaking of pre-show, that match was in the pre-show, as was Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode winning a cross-brand tag team battle royal for Monday Night Raw, um, or excuse me, for Friday Night SmackDown, I apologize, and the NXT Cruiserweight Champion Leo Rush defeated Kalisto and Akira Tozawa to give NXT their first win of the night. Other winners, we saw Team NXT win the Women's Survivor Series match. Uh, Roderick Strong defeated the U.S. Champion AJ Styles and the Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura. NXT Champion Adam Cole retained in an amazing match against Pete Dunne. The Fiend retained against Daniel Bryan as the Universal Champion. Brock Lesnar retained against Rey Mysterio. Then Team SmackDown edges out Team NXT and Team Raw in the Men's Survivor series match and Shayna Baszler wins the battle of women's champions defeating Becky Lynch and Bailey so a couple of quick takeaways from the survivor series pay-per-view in and of itself NXT shines like new money and it only made sense I thought Roderick Strong winning that match was a huge win it was a pick'em and uh, he just continued to prove why the undisputed era is the top faction in all things WWE can I just shout out all things NXT for another reason? As physical of a pay-per-view as War Games was, for many of them to then come back on the uh, Survivor Series pay-per-view and do such an amazing job was huge. You could see the fatigue worn on them. Adam Cole, Shayna Baszler, several of the women in that women's match, which again, Rhea Ripley proves to be the MVP. I also enjoyed the infusion of NXT UK, whether that was in the War Games match for Kaylee Ray, or it was Tony Storm for the women's team, or it was the UK champion Walter for the men's team. NXT runs deep. Their brand is doing amazing things, and uh, I can't say enough good things about the infusion of NXT onto uh, this Survivor Series pay-per-view. Shout out to The Fiend defeating Bray Wyatt, which was to no one's surprise. Team SmackDown, what a match that was. You know, ending things with Seth Rollins 
Keith Lee and Roman Reigns and ultimately Keith Lee versus Roman Reigns. Keith Lee had a coming out party, I think, at Survivor Series. Again, NXT just won all the way around. Shout out also to Dominic Mysterio who made an appearance during the WWE Championship match. And here's what's interesting about that. That dude can go. He did a frog splash off the top rope. He can wield a chair. I think he's going to be really, really special. I wouldn't be surprised in 2020 if we see his debut and we see him pick up the legacy held to him by his father. And again, Shayna Baszler, again, a great, great showing. But I thought I mentioned it over the weekend that Shayna Baszler and Becky Lynch, this would be a setup for them potentially for WrestleMania. And the seeds have definitely been planted. All in all, Survivor Series weekend was absolutely incredible. Tonight, of course, Monday Night Raw wraps things up and uh, should be an interesting night. Will NXT show up? How will Raw respond having only won one match and that being the tag team match representing the tag team champions? Uh, It should be very, very interesting to note so shout out to uh, again everyone i want to hear your thoughts on survivor series weekend you can certainly let us know via social media many of you have also been asking about the faction championship so if you listen to our podcast on saturday we took you inside the war room as uh i shared with my partner uh ronald tinsley as we were prepared to battle the champion brandon clack and his son noah and the other challenger courtney beard and aaron Lindsay. well as i mentioned then I'd be waiting for their predictions for this championship match. Well, I'll let you know that Ronell and I did get into the ring. We waited and we waited and we waited. And as of this moment, we have yet to hear predictions from the champion and the other challenger. So as a result, keeping in line with the rules of New Japan and several other promotions, I have no choice but for Brandon Clack to be stripped of the faction championship because he no-showed his title match. Who showed up? Yours truly and Ronell Tinsley. And so in a weird move, your new faction champion is me. How strange is that? And congratulations to my partner, Ronell Tinsley. Uh, we had a great, great showing. We went uh, six and six all the way across the board. So it was a great, great night for us. And uh, this means that Ronell is now the new number one contender. And he'll be getting a title shot, uh, I believe, around the TLC pay-per-view. So uh, congratulations to you, cousin. I'm looking forward to stepping in the ring. Uh, If you go back to some of our predictions, I swayed him on a couple of things. If he had stuck to his guns, uh, there would have been a couple of others that he would have gotten correct. Uh, I think about his prediction for... Uh, Team Rhea Ripley for the War Games match, which was correct. He also predicted Roderick Strong for that uh, match for the champions with the North American champion, the U.S. champion, the Intercontinental champion. So I think our face-off will be very interesting, and who knows? 
He may even become the champion. We'll see how that goes down, but uh, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Last but not least, speaking of championships, what do you think of the new Intercontinental Championship? It received a facelift this past Friday on SmackDown Live. Uh, Some have compared it to belts in AEW. I happen to think it resembles the Progress Championship. If you go and check that out, you'll see that the two may look like a bit of doppelgangers. So either way, I think it's a good look, and uh, we'll see how well it's defended and how often we see it on our television screens. All right, it's been a big, big weekend, so I apologize if quick hits went a little longer than normal, but uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed what we've had to say. Of course, share your thoughts with us on social media at The Faction Show. You can hit me up at Bonnerfide, and I'm proud to be your new faction championship, and I'll certainly be glad to defend the championship. And who knows, maybe we'll hear from the former champion on Wednesday. Uh, who knows? We'll see. But uh, stay connected, stay tuned. All sorts of great things coming your way on the faction. Uh, Also, I'm sorry, one other thing. Congratulations to Logan Creed, who successfully defended the Southern Honor Championship against William Huckabee over the weekend. We thought maybe a title change would have happened since he's headed to MLW. But we'll see. But congratulations again to them. All right, we're out of here. Until next time, it's Courtney, it's Clack, it's GB, and we are the faction. I need my people